The Joy FM Sports presents The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Welcome to The Sweet Spot. I'm your host, Corey Bradley, as we continue and pick up from where we left off last week, where I had Rex Ruiz and Chris Liuzzi on the show Talking about the NFL free agency and the uh, offseason movement that has taken place so far, it's been so many faces and names that we're accustomed to seeing in one jersey, and now they're in, in new cities with new franchises. So that was some recent news in the last couple of days with Cam Newton also um, being released from the Carolina Panthers. Uh, this didn't really take anybody by surprise. We knew this was coming throughout the year when they fired Ron Rivera, head coach. Uh, Luke Keekley retired. They parted ways with tight end Greg Olson. You knew Cam's days were numbered, and here they are. I mean, he was, re- was let go by the Panthers. They're saving $19 million by releasing him, which helps by, you know, like I said, the $63 million contract that they gave to Teddy Bridgewater to become their new starting quarterback in Carolina. Now, with Cam being released, it's still kind of shocking in a way. Like, this is the only team we've known him to be with in the NFL. Uh, even though you knew you knew it was coming, it's just like, man, the Panthers, they, they released Cam. Like, he's no longer going to be a Carolina Panther. So, uh, you know, with that being said, I wanted to talk about some possible destinations where we could see Cam in the future. Where will he end up? Where will his next stop be? So I came up with a list of five teams and, you know, this is kind of a uh, likelihood scenario of five to one where I see him possibly being and what's the realistic uh, aspect of him joining that team. But before I get to the five teams, there was an honorable mention team where I felt like, okay, this team would have been in uh, in the in that hunt or in that list of five teams, but they made a frequent or uh, a recent acquisition in the last couple couple days that really, you know, kind of put them outside of that top five. So I still wanted to include them for certain reasons that I'll explain here in a little bit. But the honorable mention team is the Washington Redskins. Uh, their head coach is now Ron Rivera. Uh, that's the reason why I felt like. This was a, a, a maybe an opportunity for Cam to go to Washington because of his head coach and his experience, Ron Rivera, who was with Carolina. And, you know, Cam thinks the world of Ron Rivera. Like, just going back to the day when Ron Rivera was fired from the Carolina Panthers, Cam Newton went to t- Twitter and he shared a message that, you know, was very heartfelt and emotional, just showing his appreciation for Ron Rivera. And this is what he posted. Will be forever grateful because of the impact you had on my life. Thank you for giving me an opportunity. Thank you for believing in me. I can go on and on, but most importantly, thank you for allowing me to be me. This one hurt deep. I mean, what what kind of? Uh, I mean, how amazing is that? Just to to have. I, mean, I just coached my first year as nine and ten year old basketball team. I would hope my players would think of me in this way and. Even in the years to come when I coach, I would think of my players and hope they would think of me in that way that, you know, I allow them to be who they are. I mean, anybody who's played a sport and you've had different coaches, you know, there are certain ones who won't let you really be who you are on the field or on the court. And so when you have somebody who brings the best out of you, you know, it really uh, it carries weight. So I think with Cam 
taking to Twitter, sharing his love and his thoughts and emotions about one uh, Ron Rivera and the important uh, impact and the positive impact that he had on his life from from day one of being in the NFL because that's the only coach Cam Newton has ever had is Ron Rivera. So that was my reason for him going to Washington and how I saw that as a maybe a possibility. But the reason against it and why it won't happen is because, for one, they have Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins was their first-round pick, number 15, uh, from a year ago. He's their guy. They also recently acquired Kyle Allen for a fifth-round pick from Carolina as well. Kyle Allen was the backup to Cam Newton last year, so when Cam got hurt, Kyle Allen took over and played you know, pretty well considering the circumstances. So for the Redskins to give up a first-round pick, or I'm sorry, to take a first-round pick and, and draft Dwayne Haskins last year, they traded a fifth round a couple days ago to get Kyle Allen. Uh, I believe there's pretty much zero chance that Cam Newton ends up in Washington now. But the other reason why I feel like it really wouldn't happen is because the Redskins owner, Dan Snyder, was he, he keeps a tight hand on everything that goes on in the front office. Uh, he was responsible for drafting Dwayne Haskins because head coach at the time was Jay Gruden, and Gruden didn't want Dwayne Haskins. From what they say, he liked Daniel Jones more. But the reason why Snyder was so gung-ho about Dwayne Haskins is because Haskins attended the same high school as Snyder's son. So Snyder had a chance to watch high, uh, Haskins in high school at a very early early age and kind of, even though they didn't have a direct connection, you know, that sometimes that kind of can be enough for anybody in the front office. Like, man, I remember seeing him in high school. I remember him. He, he went to my son's school. And it's a story along with drafting someone like Haskins when uh, – he attended the same school as you know Snyder's son, so that's to me was the reason why I wanted to put Washington in the top five. But at the same time, I knew realistically, especially after acquiring Kyle Allen, that it really wasn't going to happen. And before I get into my top five teams, that was really the only team in the NFC that I felt had a legitimate shot or would even possible look at Cam Newton and bringing him onto their roster. Because if you look into the NFC. The NFC East, the Cowboys have Prescott, the Eagles have Carson Wentz, the Giants have Daniel Jones, and the Redskins, I just gave all the reasons why they won't sign Cam. The NFC South, the Saints have Breeze, the Buccaneers have Tom Brady, as we know, the Falcons have Matt Ryan, and the Panthers sign Teddy Bridgewater. The NFC North, the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, the Vikings have Kirk Cousins. The Bears recently acquired uh, Nick Foles, and they also have Mitchell Trubisky to go along with them in that competition battle in Chicago. And then the Lions have Matt Stafford. In the NFC West, the Seahawks have Wilson. The 49ers have Garoppolo. The um, Cardinals have Kyler Murray. And then the Rams have Jared Goff. So when you look at all the teams that I mentioned, I gave you every quarterback that would that has their job safe pretty much. I mean, there's nowhere for Cam to go in the NFC. So when I talk about this top five list, it's all AFC teams. And so um, when you look at this list, like I said, this is going from five to one, less likely for this for Cam to go there. And then the most likely that he would end up there with, you know, that being team being number one on my list. But starting at number five, and this is a team, I just actually kind of flip-flopped this. Like, I had them a little higher, but as I thought about it more and more, I thought, okay, maybe they should be right there on the edge on my list. So, the number five team is the New England Patriots. And so, we know Tom Brady 
has made his way to Tampa Bay. You know, still shocked me that he is in Tampa Bay, that he'll be playing with the Buccaneers. I mean, we have heard that you know he wanted to be on the East Coast. He wanted to be closer to his family that are on the East Coast, and that was a driving force for him to go to Tampa Bay. But it's still going to be weird whenever the NFL season kick off and uh, he's, he's playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I think it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out for sure whenever that time comes. But going with the Patriots, like, you know, they need a quarterback. They need a starting quarterback. They want to remain relevant. This is a, you know, this is a reason why I have – for Cam going there. Like, they want to remain relevant. If Cam Newton was to sign in New England, he would immediately become the best quarterback in the AFC East. I mean, you look at the quarterbacks in that division right now, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, and whoever the Dolphins take in the draft. And even though they still have Fitzpatrick and Josh Rosen on their team, Cam immediately becomes the best quarterback in that division. So that would allow the Patriots to – Keep a stronghold on the division, I believe, even though the Bills are coming. I mean, they made the playoffs. They signed Josh Norman, traded for Stephon Diggs, uh, signed Vernon Butler. I like what the Bills have done so far. But the Patriots may not be, you know, they're not ready to uh, relinquish that AFC East crown and that stronghold they've had over the last two decades pretty much. So I think signing Cam would definitely keep them in that position to make noise, not just in the, in the AFC East, but in the AFC as a whole. So uh, that's a reason Cam would go in there, would, would think would, would bode well for them. Uh, another reason why I could see Cam going there is because the Patriots, they will take a chance on anybody. Like, they'll sign anybody. As long as you're winning their ga- them games, they can overlook some of the baggage that you bring with you. And not saying that Cam has baggage, but just given the examples that the Patriots have had uh, with the players they've acquired in recent years, you look at Randy Moss and how it didn't quite go well in Oakland. They acquired him, I think, for like a fourth-round pick. Um, Antonio Brown last year with all the drama that came with him as he pushed his way out of Pittsburgh. He went to Oakland, caused trouble there, didn't even play in a single game before they were done with him. But Patriots said, hey, come on, we'll play. We'll, we'll give you a shot. And he played one game with them and scored a touchdown, I believe it was against the Dolphins. And then they had to, to cut ties with him as well. You look at Josh Gordon, another receiver, who um, Patriots like, hey, we, you know, we know what you've done, we know you've been through, and you've been in and out of the league, suspended left and right. But the Patriots continue to give him opportunities, knowing that hey, uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be talked about in the media, but but we're looking to win games, and they'll, like I said, do it at any cost. Uh, Dante Stallworth was another player who had his issues with this old uh, manslaughter where he was driving and killed the person, and I believe his his license is suspended for his for his entire life now. Like Dante Stallworth is not allowed to drive. I mean, he's okay with making millions of dollars. He has somebody can drive for him, but that's another player the Patriots had. Um, they also acquired Albert Hainsworth, who was a defensive tackle for the Redskins. Um, had a few runs with the law, a couple arrests. The Patriots gave up a fifth-round pick for him. So this is a team, like, as long as you're winning them games, they don't care what it what it takes or what you've done. As long as you're there to produce, they'll, they'll take a chance on you. And like I said, Cam doesn't compare to any of those guys I mentioned, but just saying that, hey, anything is possible when it comes to New England. Now, some of the reasons against Cam going there or why it may not be a, a, a feasible option is because – for one, they have Jarrett Stidham, who was another former Auburn quarterback, as we're talking about Cam Newton. 
Apparently, the Patriots are high on Jarrett Stidham. They like him a whole lot. Um, I was listening to Devin McCourty, one of their standouts on the defensive side of the ball, and he was just praising Jarrett Stidham left and right, talking about he's a young guy, but he's very mature. Um, he's a guy who's made that defense work in practice. I mean, they, they he looks good. And so just hearing that from one of the best defenders, not just for the Patriots, but in the NFL, uh, there's maybe some, some positive – some promising potential for Stidham to be the starting quarterback when it comes to the NFL in, in the fall. So that's one reason right there. Now, another reason I think is the ego of Bill Belichick. He may want to prove that he didn't need Tom Brady. He doesn't need a star quarterback to win games. And you know, I think that was part of the driving force between Belichick and Brady is maybe the ego between the two. Maybe they both want to prove that, hey, I can do it without you. You you may have been a part of my success, but you're not the entire reason for my success. So I think that the ego of Belichick saying, hey, I've won with Garoppolo. I've won with Brissett. I've won with Matt Castle. I'm going to show you now that I can do it with Jarrett Stidham. So that be that could be another reason why the Panthers, uh, I'm sorry, the Patriots decide not to sign Cam Newton from the Panthers. The final reason why I think the Patriots probably won't go after Cam is because they don't have any cap space. They have like $2 million in cap space because $26 million of their cap space is dead cap. Like with Tom Brady and all the other guys, uh, they have $26 million in dead cap, so they don't have any room to really make a splash when it comes to free agency. So they're going to have to rely on their draft picks and maybe uh, ask a couple guys to restructure their contracts, which Tom Brady was one of those guys they asked year in, year out to do that. So I don't think Cam going there uh, it's something that he would consider because even though Cam has made a lot of money in the league, he's made a lot of money through his endorsements, he still wants his bread. He wants his money. He he, he loves his money. So um, I don't think him going there is a realistic possibility, but I wanted to keep them on the list at number five. Now, number four, I had this team a little slight, slightly lower, but I boosted them up. Uh, the Miami Dolphins had them in number four and – they're looking for a QB, a face of the franchise. They haven't had that guy since Dan Marino retired in 1999. So they're still looking for that guy. They've been through Gus Farrat and Trent Green, and uh, they have Ryan Fitzpatrick now. You can look about Ryan Tannehill. Um, they had Jay Feeler, uh, Jay, Jay Cutler. They've had Chad Pennington, Chad Henney. They've been through so many guys looking for that next guy as they're still looking for who is this going to be the signal caller that we can just say, hey, you're the quarterback of the franchise. We're handing you the keys, and we expect you to be here for 10 to 12 years. So I think that's a, a reason that could help Cam and possibly the Dolphins maybe consider Cam to be that guy. Now, another reason I think helps Cam or maybe Cam would be interested in going to Miami is because it's Miami. I mean, what celebrity, what star athlete wouldn't want to live in Miami with the entertainment there, the nightlife, you know, you're 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 the guy, you know. So, I think Cam would love and, you know, with, with his personality and his uh charisma, I think he would just eat up everything Miami has to offer. So, I think that's Another opportunity or another possibility or a reason why Cam would go there and maybe he would consider with especially with some of the signings that the Dolphins have made so far signing uh, Byron Jones from the Cowboys and Kyle Van Oy from the Patriots, uh, Shaq Lawson from the Bills. So they've made quite a few acquisitions in the offseason already, but they still have about 14 million dollars in cap space to get a guy like Cam after their whole uh 
draft and everything, they still have some money to give a guy like Cam Newton. I wouldn't say they'd give him the entire 14, but what if Cam was like, hey, I'll sign a one-year deal, kind of, you know, eight, nine, ten million dollars to show that I'm healthy and come back into the market next year and, and get an even bigger contract. So those are some reasons why I could see Cam going to Miami. Now, some of the reasons why I'm against it, not saying that I'm against it, but why I could see him not going there is because like I said, they do have Fitzpatrick. They have Josh Rosen that we forget about that they acquired from the Cardinals. Um, and they've always been tied to Tua Tungvaloa. They've been tied to him for the last year and a half. There's been rumblings that they're tanking for Tua. Then they traded all their players, their best players, to get draft picks. And they have three in the first round. And I think Tua is their guy. I think there's some truth to that. And that may be who they're holding out for. So that may be a reason why we don't see Cam in a Miami Dolphin uniform. But, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe they're wanting to start with an even younger quarterback because Cam is still only 30 years old. He's been in the league for a while, but 30, when you look at it, is, is relatively young as, at the quarterback position. Uh, maybe not so at the running back position, but at the quarterback position, when you have guys like Rivers and Breeze and Brady still playing into their late 30s, early 40s, uh, you know, Cam has a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of lot lot of tank a lot of gas left in the tank. I believe. I think he can still make some things happen and get back to his MVP form now. Another reason why it may not work out for Miami and Cam Newton is because it could bring back old memories of when they had Dante Culpepper. Uh, They acquired him from Minnesota for a second-round pick. Culpepper was coming off of knee surgery where he he tore three ligaments in his knee. And so you have a guy like Cam Newton who is coming off his shoulder injuries a couple seasons ago, his foot injury, and then he had, like I said, Culpepper years ago where he tore, his, tore, he tore three ligaments in his knee, ironically, against the Carolina Panthers. So that could be enough for um, a team like Miami to say, hey, we remember what happened when we went after a guy, a veteran who was coming off an injured season, we don't want to take that chance again. But if they were to go with Tua, you're still kind of in that same boat with you're getting somebody who's had some injury problems over the last uh, last couple of seasons. But I don't know. Maybe the Dolphins, Tua's their guy. Maybe it's Justin Herbert. We don't know. But uh, that was some reasons why I could see Cam going there and also why I could see Cam not going there as well. Now, the number three team is the Las Vegas Raiders. And it's funny saying Las Vegas. Like, we're used to saying Oakland and Oakland and Oakland. So, we had to get used to saying the Las Vegas Raiders. But uh, reasons why I could see Cam going there is because I'm not certain about the David Carr. I'm not. I'm sorry, the Derek Carr and the uh, John Gruden relationship. I'm not sure if if that's as solid, you know, as it seems. And because I, there's been rumblings throughout the season. There's been talk at the off season that they may not be on the same page, but he's still their guy at this time. But I'm not a hundred percent sure that it is. Is it seems like it could be on shaky ground. And with that being said, I mean Derek Carr' days could be numbered. He could, you know, not be in Las Vegas when the NFL season starts off uh, in the fall. But you know, that's that's one of the reasons why I could see Cam going there to replace a guy like Derek Carr as a starting quarterback in Las Vegas. And speaking of going to Las Vegas as the team relocates there, they would love to have a star quarterback. They would love to have a face that would help promote their brand 
in marketing as they make that move to Las Vegas? I mean, how how, how much would ticket sales sky uh, through the roof? How much would jersey sales fly off the shelves? And uh, you know, having a guy like Cam Newton to push all that with his his personality, who he is. Like, I don't approve of his wardrobe and some of the uh, things he shows up in at press conferences, but. I'm telling you, Las Vegas would have a field day, um, not just on the field, but off the field in in the marketing aspect with, you know, pushing their brand and building their brand as they move to Las Vegas. Now, reasons why I can see it not happening, why Cam may not go to Oakland is because they did recently sign Marcus Mariota. Um, you know, he's got a John Gruden is, you know, he talked to him and spent time with him with his QB camp prior to uh, Mariota being second, second, second in the draft to the Titans. Um, this is a guy who's brought in to compete with Derek Carr, push Carr, and who knows, maybe uh, Mariota can supplant Carr the way that Tannehill did to him in last year's um, run for the Titans when they were one game away from the Super Bowl. And, you know, that led to Tannehill signing a $118 million contract. So who knows, you know, but that could be a reason – why they decide not to go after Cam. We'll we'll roll and take our chances with Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota, see if that'll play out for us when it comes to the regular season and the Raiders trying to get back to their winning ways with John Gruden signing whatever like a ten year contract that, you know, that we're still waiting to see how it plans out. But, you know, that's that's part of it. When you sign a guy, when you bring a new coaching staff in, a new GM and Mike Mayock they're looking to bring in winning players, a winning culture, uh, to turn things around for that Raider franchise. Now, their number two team, and uh, it's another AFC West team, it's the, the Denver Broncos. And the reason why I have Cam as a strong possibility that he could end up in Denver is because John Elway is calling the shots in Denver. And he is very aggressive in his pursuing of QBs, especially veteran QBs who have had success. I mean, you look at Peyton Manning when he was let go from the Colts. He signed a five-year, $96 million contract. You look at uh, Case Keenum after his one year with the Vikings, after the whole Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis miracle that they had when they beat the Saints. Elway signed him to a two-year, $36 million deal, which $25 million of that was guaranteed. And then last year, you know, and kind of Lamar Jackson has, has been given the keys for the Ravens franchise. Elway traded for him, giving up a fourth round pick for Flacco, who was recently released a few days ago. So this is a guy in Elway who he when he wants to win, he is not shy about making a move for a quarterback who could potentially get it done and who's gotten it done in recent years. So I wouldn't be shocked at all if Cam Newton went to Denver. Um, even there was an old interview back when the Panthers were playing the Broncos in the Super Bowl. Uh, someone, you know, gave a hypothetical question to John Elway saying if, if the Panthers did pass up on Cam Newton for that number one pick in 2011, would you have considered taking him? And Elway, without hesitation, said, no question, no question we would have considered taking Cam Newton. So here it is now in 2020. He has his shot to maybe go get a guy like Cam Newton to compete and, and get Denver back to a winning culture up there in Denver against the AFC West teams like the Chargers, like the Raiders, like the Chiefs who are coming off their uh, first Super Bowl title in 50 years. Now, those are reasons why I could see Cam going there easily. But the reason why he may not go there is because 
they have Drew Locke as their quarterback. They selected him in the second round. Um, he had a, str- a strong finish to last year's NFL season. He went 4-1. and one. Uh, Now, those four wins weren't against the best competition. Only one of those wins were against a team with a winning record, and that was against the Houston Texans. And we all know how wishy-washy the Houston Texans can be, so that win may not be saying too much. But if, if Cam does not end up there, I think it's really about that exact reason of Drew Locke. Drew Locke may be the guy. He they may want to go ahead and say, "Hey, he, you're our guy. We don't want to put any pressure behind you. Uh, so, hey, you make your mistakes. You're learning. You're growing. But at the same time, I don't know. Locke, Locke's enough to get them in contention to compete with a team with the Chiefs that's uh, as, as high scoring as they are. And so, I think that will be an interesting dynamic. I think that's a strong possibility that I could see Cam. Going to Denver, like I said, if it doesn't, it's because of Drew Locke. But like I said, John Elway is not shy about making moves to get his guy at that quarterback position. Um, you know, even when they signed Peyton Manning, they had Brock Osweiler, who was recently their second round pick that they drafted. So this could be the same scenario where they signed Cam Newton, Drew Locke. They got in the second round as well. So we could be looking at a repeat and who knows, maybe Cam can get Denver uh you know, back to the playoffs where they haven't been in in quite some time. Now, the number one team on my list is the Los Angeles Chargers. So we've had three AFC West teams to round out my top five list with the Raiders at three, the Broncos at two, and now the Chargers at one. So uh, some of the reasons why I can see Cam going there is obviously they parted ways with Phillip Rivers. He's now with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, they need a starting quarterback. They do have Tyrod Taylor, and I like Tyrod Taylor a lot. I've always liked him since his days at Virginia Tech with the Hokies. But, I mean, you have a chance to get a guy like Cam Newton. Uh, I don't know if you can pass that up, especially when you have Austin Eckler at running back, uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams at receivers, uh, Hunter Henry at tight end. On the defense side of the ball, you have Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram, uh, Casey Hayward. You have Derwin James, who's a stud in the secondary for the Chargers, uh, Kazir White. I mean, they just have so many so so much talent there. Like, And Anthony Lynn is a solid coach as well. I think if they went and got a guy like Cam Newton – they would be back in the playoffs next year without any doubt. And so another reason why I could see Cam going there is because people forget, they may forget that Brady was on their on their board. They wanted Tom Brady. They were all in trying to get Tom Brady to be their starting quarterback when they parted ways with Phillip Rivers. So um, it's not out of, of, of the, the realistic possibility that – Cam Newton goes there. I mean, obviously, you go after a guy like Tom Brady. I mean, who wouldn't want to go after Tom Brady? Uh, but here it is. Cam is only 30 years old. You sign him to a three, three-year, four-year deal. Uh, I think it gives him some flexibility, some 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 assurance saying, hey, you're trusting me for three, four years. I can rebuild my brand, show that I'm healthy, and, you know, let's get this, this train on the right track for the Chargers. So I wouldn't be shocked at all, especially, like I said, they're making a strong – move for Tom Brady, losing out to him, to the Buccaneers for him. Um, and they need a QB. They need a QB. They, it's, it's like Taylor's solid, and I like him a lot. But like I said, you get a chance to get a former MVP at Cam Newton when he's still only 30 years old and with a chip on his shoulder. Like we've seen him being motivated before and, and how it turns out for the rest of the league. So uh, I wouldn't be shocked at all if Cam Newton went from Carolina blue to Charger blue. Now, 
some of the reasons why I could see it not happening is because maybe they are wanting a young QB. Want maybe they're wanting to just start from scratch and say, "Hey, let's go get to a, let's go get Justin Herbert at six. Maybe Jordan Love from Utah State. If that's their mindset, then uh, you know maybe they already have their guy in mind of who they want to move forward after parting ways with Philip Rivers, but. I think to me that's the most likely destination is Cam Newton going to the Los Angeles Chargers. I think that would fit well for him. It would fit well uh, for the Chargers. Like I said, especially with what they have, I don't. I don't think this team is built for a full rebuild. This team is. I think they can compete now. And like I said, get back to the playoffs and getting a guy like Cam Newton would really make perfect sense for both parties. And you know, I'm kind of secretly rooting for that to happen and you know I'll I'll, uh, I'll be looking forward every day to seeing that breaking news to pop up and see if Cam Newton will actually end up with the Los Angeles Chargers now when we return we're going to end the show with today's Triple C segment so don't go anywhere you're listening to The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley here on the Joy FM Sports Hey, this is Teresa Reynolds for the Wicksburg Panthers. You're listening to The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley on the Joy FM Sports. Welcome back to The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Uh, we just talked about Cam Newton and the likely destinations where he'll end up come next season. But stay tuned in the coming weeks as well as I'm going to provide three reasons why I believe Cam Newton will get back to his MVP form next year as well. So stay tuned for that intriguing episode. Now, For today's Triple C segment, Corey's Closing Comments, this is what I want to share with you today. You never know why doors open and why doors close. You never know why doors open and why doors close. I mean, we've all been through situations where we think this is about to happen and then it doesn't happen or this looks promising and all of a sudden it doesn't uh, happen the way that we believed and prayed for. But I'll tell you from my own personal experience, this is God knows when to open the right door for you and he knows when to close those doors too. And you don't necessarily need to know all the details. You don't need to know all the reasons. But if you pray that, you know, God open all doors that are for me, close all doors that are not for me, don't be surprised when he does those things. I mean, it could be a job. It could be relocating. I mean, I know I've wanted to move home and wanted to move home and applying for jobs left and right, trying to get back to North Alabama those things not happening, not having a single phone call for several months in those jobs I applied for. And finally, I was, okay, God, I want to be obedient to you, what you have for me. And, uh, you know, he gave me that peace that Dothan's where I'm supposed to be. Even with jobs, you know, I've applied for jobs and go for interviews and this is it. I know this is it. They love me. I killed it in the interview. Uh, We're in negotiations on the contract and just waiting for this to kind of happen. And then all of a sudden it doesn't. So, uh, but in hindsight, in those things, I'm so thankful that it didn't happen because I'm at peace knowing I'm supposed to be where I'm supposed to be at this exact time. So I'm truly thankful. Always remember that God has an answer to all and you don't need to know the reason, but just trust he has your best interest at heart. And always remember, there's nothing better than being in the sweet spot. Stay in the sweet spot for the Joy FM Sports Facebook page. This has been a presentation of the Joy FM Sports. It's more than a game.